This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Touchdown. Vershawn Jackson, number 34, gets the touchdown. Terrell Farley. Terrell Farley. Terrell Farley. Defending Terrell Farley. Who last week in his first start was a holy terror. Number 43. And Jake Bakoven. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Powered by Bauer. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Is this thing on? <laughs> I think Hello. so. Is this thing on? I guess it's so. I guess so. (laughs) Welcome to the ticket, 93.7. I'm the black shirt, Terrell Farley, and I'm with... Fuck! And we don't know where the captain at, man. We just got a text and say, hey, it might be you and Bach today. So let's rock it today, Bach. What we got? All right. What we got online today, Bach? We got a lot of stuff online. Got a a lot of NFL talk. We got a lot of college basketball talk. Uh, Probably going to... I think me and you probably going to go over a little bracket today. I'm going to make my bracket. So, trying to get the captain in on a little three-man wager with me, Bach, and the captain. Yeah, we'll see who can be the champ this year. Yeah, we got to we, we gotta compete against everything. <laughs> Cricket, we're going we gonna to do that. Uh, what's the can- Canadian game? That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that thing called? Uh, oh, man, uh, now I'm, I can't, I'm blanking uh, on it. Oh, man, I know, man. Yeah, I can't I, even think of it. Yeah, curling. Curling, there it yeah, is. We, yeah, we, we're even going to bet on curling. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Which guy would you be in the curling? Would you be the pusher or the guy that's down there sweeping? Uh, I got to be the pusher. Yeah. <laughs> that's too much work out of Yeah, that other guy's doing yeah, too yeah, much. All that shaving ice or whatever yeah. directional stuff they're trying to do, that's not for me. No. I, I don't think I can bend down that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. it is. I wonder who, like, who's most instrumental in that whole process. We'll have a curling expert on someday. Yeah, I, I kind of watched a little um, play-in game last night. Where, oh, yeah. Um, who was that played? Uh, who was that? Mississippi State. That was a good game. Yeah, and Pittsburgh. Came down to the end. Um Mississippi State didn't win it, so now I guess they can get ready for next season. But um, it was a great game. Now I'm ready for the whole tournament to get started. I'm going to fill up my bracket today here, and then I'm going to go online later on and do my ESPN bracket. So I'm looking forward to the games to start Thursday, and we're going to be at Wings and Things. We got Wings and Rings. Wings and Rings over there on 68th and O over there. and We're going to be there Thursday and Friday, so – Come down to see the captain, the black shirt, and bok, 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 bok. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so let's start it off with the Cowboys today, man. There you go. Cowboys are likely to release Ezekiel Elliott after seven years. They also signed – no, they also traded for Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. And they're going to sign their re-signing linebacker, Vander Usch or whatever. Vander Usch, yeah. <laughs> Vander Usch. <laughs> but um, I don't know. What do you think about releasing Ezekiel? Uh, like I said, that's uh, at, at this point it's a rumor. We'll see if that kind of uh, comes to, to uh, fruition. Now they did. I, I think franchise tag Tony Pollard, his running back uh, in the backfield there with him. It's a lot of money that they've got tied up in the running back room right now. 
And it's not, you know, some of these it, it is contract related. Darius Slay being released today by the Eagles as well. It's not because Slay can't play or, you know, he, he won't be a great part of somebody's plan. Um, it's just, you know, salary cap related. And, and so it, it's interesting. I think over the long haul, Ezekiel Elliott, if you remember, uh, was the top five pick. You don't usually see running backs being picked that high. And a lot of the tread usually comes off, uh, you know, around this time. He's, he's 29 years old. Or uh, 27 years old, excuse me. So maybe he's still got a few years left. But I, I, we've seen it in the last couple of years. He's not the back that he was when he broke into the league. Um, only averaging 3.8 yards per carry this past season. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I know the, names, the name seems a little bit bigger than probably the player at this point. So I think it is probably about time for Fidel to let him go. He can go help somewhere else. But I don't know if he's your primary back anywhere now. Uh, yeah, I think I he's, mean, you know, more of a, of a one-two punch somewhere. Yeah, I don't know why the Cowboys probably – they probably don't want that one-two punch because, like you said, of the money. But the thing to me is Ezekiel Elliott haven't played bad. It's just that Tony Pollard played better. Mm. You know, he, he's a change of pace um, back that, that I really like because it gives you more a speed option more than that power option. So, you know, and the, and, and the power football in the NFL is okay, but, you know, it's not more of a power run league anymore. It's a, it's a do-it-all league. So you see a lot of quarterbacks – um, taking off running now, like, like, um, buddy from the pan. I mean the, the Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. You know, then you got the quarterback from Buffalo and their ability to run. And you throw a, a fast scat back in there like Pollard. And like I said, like, like, just like for Nebraska football, I would say that um, Grant would be the Ezekiel Elliott and and um, AJ, AJ, Allen. AJ Allen would be my my Robert Pollard you know yeah. and and that's a, and that's a good thing because you know I like the style of of AJ's man you know there's no knock on Anthony Grant whatsoever it's just what I like and 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 just and he's a back that can catch it out the backfield and he can run it and we seen it last year as a true freshman now and he gets to have this this freshman year back so you know I'm looking forward to spring like the running back is going to be a very Highly competition position to be back there, and I and I would love to just see see AJ come out on top. But like I said, Anthony Grant not a bad running back too. So you know we got two headed monster right there, really a three headed monster. But the, but you know like I said, man, um, I I'm wishing Ezekiel Elliott to come to the Falcons so we can so we can have. It. And the Falcons <laughs> have made some moves over the last couple of days. They probably spent over two hundred fifty million dollars over. Um, free agency coming up and re-signing players so we'll take a look at that later on in the day and um and Travis Kelsey he signed a four-year um extension four-year 57 million but my hat goes off to George Kittle man that guy signed five year he's signing a five-year 75 million dollar deal oh <laughs> there you go uh, and then, yeah, I mean, you miss, you mentioned that. I think I thought it was interesting that Jason Kelsey returning uh, to the Eagles on a one-year deal with fourteen million dollars. We all kind of expected. I mean, he wrote this the story. This was going to be his last run. You wonder if, um, you know, getting that close to the Super Bowl and, and, and coming just short. Um, despite the fact he can celebrate his brother's Super Bowl victory, um, that makes him want to go out on on top, and, and it feels like he's finally got the team there. Um, which, which you know he's been with the Eagles for a long time, won a Super Bowl before, but um, I, I can understand just the competitiveness bringing it back to you. But unfortunately, what that means for Cam Jurgens is he's going to have to wait a little bit longer, um, maybe to get out there. Maybe they'll they'll try to 
put him in at guard. They, you know, they kind of threw him in there at um, heavy set uh, lines and, and rotations at times. But um, his 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 starting experience as a as a center is probably uh, put off another year. Push back, yeah. yeah push back. I mean, you can't you can't fault the Kells guy for coming back. That 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 Eagles team is a great team. You know, they're they're loaded with talent. They're I mean, they smashed everyone in the AFC, um, NFC this year. What their record was fourteen and two, fifteen and two. I mean, you lose two games and you still have the core of your team coming back. And and this team is built built for another couple of years. You know, with or without Kels, you know, um, Jerkins is going to have to wait. And you know, it, maybe that's a good thing for the Eagles. You know, because you know that they're that close to coming back to winning, and, and maybe they think the core team of coming back next year will help them out a lot better. Yeah. Now, I also, because we're talking about the Cowboys, I think that Stephon Gilmore he, uh, news is just huge. I mean, obviously, with Trayvon Diggs back there, uh, they've, they're putting together a great cornerback unit. Michael Parsons already on that linebacker unit. I know there were talks about maybe getting Bobby Wagner in there. I mean, they're talking about a stacked defense. If you could do that uh, one way or the other, that's going to be uh, really good. So, I mean, the Cowboys this offseason, uh, you know, you, it, it's it's. I mean, they're America's team. You, you always get uh, some fun love usually for what they do one way or the other. But I like the moves that they're making. I think it can make them a little bit more competitive. Like we're saying, in a division now, uh, that's pretty tough with the Eagles in there. Um, what do you think? I mean, there's been some quarterback moves, too. Um, nothing too major other than Jimmy G in, in, in Oakland. Or, excuse me, now Las Vegas. And then they trade Darren Waller. Uh, to the Giants, um, so it, it, it felt for a second like, all right, well, I guess there, there's some pieces around there. They, they maybe feel like Jimmy G can just quarterback you to a win. I, I've said this the whole time, though. I don't see how that's an improvement from Derek Carr. I don't see how that's moving off of, you know, you move off Derek Carr, and I understand that that just hasn't worked. He's been in the same place, but that seems like change for for change sake. Because I think Derek Carr is probably a better quarterback than Jimmy G is. Uh, well, I don't know. Jimmy G fits the 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 make. Mike McDaniel's offense, you know, as the, as he says, he was a former, uh, um, what is it, offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. He was the mm-hmm. next in line. Um, Jimmy G came there. He came in for Tom Brady when he was hurt. Uh, Jimmy G did great things for the 49ers, but they wanted to go with the young guy. And now you you sitting here with Mr. Irrelevant, probably going to be your number one quarterback. My um, thing about this is um, – why would you trade the tight end if you're getting a quarterback like that? Like I said, it doesn't make a lot of sense because, like you said, Darren Spoiler is a, Waller is a great athlete. He's one of those – I don't know if he was a former basketball player, but he has the former basketball player type of type of body, probably a 6'6 guy who, who likes to jump, who likes to run. Um, reminds me of Tony Gonzalez a lot. Uh, just like I said, this tight end – tight end on position is getting real stacked at the NFL because now you got uh, Kittle and you got the guy from the Falcons last year that went to the University of Florida. This has been an interesting group of tight ends right here. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good tight ends out there. I wonder if they just, you know, it might might have been another, uh, uh, you know, uh, salary cap type of move. Maybe they have confidence in their backup tight end at this point. I'm not really sure, but I'm probably taking a loss there uh, with Darren Waller. But some of these uh, – some of these trades, again, they're they're not necessarily uh, fair uh, across the board. They're just salary cap moves. Um, the other more interesting uh, and notable storyline of free agency right now is Aaron Rodgers and, and his wish list that he sent to the Jets. And apparently, you know, that's very real. Um, it, from you know, certain reports are out there that 
this basically is waiting on Aaron Rodgers. The Jets are ready to do it. The Packers are ready to do it. The Jets just obviously need to know, is does Aaron want to play? Is he ready to go? Um, with them signing Alan Lazard, uh, which was on the wish list, which is a weird wish list to begin with. It, you know, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. I've seen other, other players. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers is... Uh, Part of the critique, I suppose, from from defenders of Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't have enough help in Green Bay. Now he wants to go to New York and bring around the same guys. And OBJ, uh, who wants a lot more money than than what he's probably worth at this point, at least worth the risk. Um, so it's a it's a it's a strange wish list. It's, it, it it continues the the never ending saga of, of Aaron Rodgers and and you know kind of the, the look at me type of attitude that he has um, now having this wish list out there. But they the Jets did get Alan Lazard. They're in contact with Randall Cobb, so it looks like that moves very much in the works. But it, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, you can never know. He might change his mind in a minute. He have some type of premonition or something. Who knows? I don't know why people think that I, – well, I think it too that Aaron Rodgers has too much power. He demands too much power. The guy is not even better than, than Brett Favre to me, you know, just playing-wise because Brett Favre was a warrior. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he, he, he sounds like a baby. He sounds like a guy that I, I wouldn't like to play for or play with. Um, you know, I mean, you got to let the top execs handle the who, who you need to get there and what they can spend um, – um, I, I think they paid too much for Lazard. You know, probably mm-hmm. forty-four million. He probably won't make it to the end of the contract. Um, OG um, Odell Beckham um, had a training. He had a workout um, thing the other day. Um, don't know where he's leaning at right now. I don't really don't know what the Jets had. They had a decent season, I think. What was, what was they nine and seven? Ah, uh, seven and ten. Seven and ten. But they, their offense was pretty bad down the stretch. Yeah. So you know, it's a, it's a lot going on. You know, I want to let it play out, and you know, I would rather work on my defense and working on a wish list for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, at the same time, uh, we can we can kind of uh, poo-poo Aaron Rodgers and his off-field <laughs> off uh, stuff and, and, you know, kind of the frustrations there. Um, you know, this guy is one year removed from back-to-back MVPs. I mean, yeah. he's, this is one of the best all-time quarterbacks. It hasn't necessarily worked out in postseason play, but for the Jets, success is, is – Making the postseason is, is kind of being, you know, playing some relevant football in New York. I think uh, football is better when your New York teams are better. Uh, the NFL is. And uh, so, I, I mean, I'll be excited to see it if it happens. <laughs> I think it, it's I think at this point, the all, all the writing is on the wall for the trade to happen. And the other thing is that uh, Green Bay is like fully ready to move forward. They, they, they've kind of their president said it themselves. Um, they're, they're kind of moving forward with Jordan Love. So um, if you if it if it didn't happen, I mean, it's almost like Aaron Rodgers is either retiring or playing elsewhere. It's probably not going to be Green Bay. Well, I, I don't really like Aaron Rodgers, so we'll we'll skip to the next one. Um, <laughs> Michael Thomas, former Saint, well, he's rejoining the Saints on a one year mm. deal. Uh, kind of base incentive deal. You know, this guy right here, seventeen hundred yards, probably in two thousand nineteen. Was an all pro. Looked like one of the best receivers that we probably was going to have for the next couple of years in the league. Uh, kind of had three years of injuries, it seems like. I know it's two years of foot problems. So, you know, can this kid get back the same? Can he get the Saints back? Can he be that number one receiver again? Um, it's a lot of things going on in, in um, New Orleans down there. Uh, you got Alvin Kamara. He's facing discipline problems this year. He's probably going to sit out a couple of games. Um, who else? You let 
Did what's his name sign back with the Saints? Uh, Winston did. Yeah, well, Jameson Winston. You know, not a bad guy. So, so here's the thing. See, this, this is my thing about the Saints. They they don't know what they wanted to do because you had the the tight end slash quarterback the one time they what's yeah Taysom Hill. What happened to him? He 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 fell off the map. He, he's still there. <laughs> well, he's just a tight end. He's now. yeah. He's just not not a future planet quarterback. So you trade for a great quarterback now. You got to get some some players that's gonna you know having Ever Kamara around Derek. Derek um, Carr is going to be great for Derek Carr because he can just dump it off to him. But you don't know how many games he get. He's going to at least get about five games for that for that battery thing he did in Las Vegas during the Super Bowl. So you really have to get a great backup just to survive the five games without him. Um, Saints defense, you know, they can play better. Um, it's a, it's, I'm not a Saints fan anyway, but you know, I just like football enough to talk about that situation. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of moves to be made in free agency. Um, it starts today, I believe. So if you can officially sign, it was uh, it's the legal tampering period these last uh, couple of days. So that's why all <laughs> the yeah, which is which is strange because I think at at some point maybe there was illegal tra- tampering and you know reports got out and, you know, and it's just like yeah whatever I mean we th- this is what should be going on you know probably at this time so uh, legal tampering era has been fun and and we've kind of uh, figured out a lot of moves in the NFL and it it's it, it, it's it is fun. It, it's, it changes your perspective. I think as the year ends, you know there's going to be the draft. You know free agency is going to happen, but you try to place all your teams uh, kind of where you rank them and all that uh, based on where they finished last year. And now, you know, three or four teams got a new quarterback and all and some big moves uh, big moves being made, big names moving. Uh, it it kind of allows us to reimagine some of this. And, uh, you know, I, I saw a tweet, too, from Fielding Yates. Uh, if you're looking at high-spending teams in free agency, we've seen, t- I don't know, who that will be this year um you know we've seen the browns uh, make some moves with uh, their quarterback uh, deshaun watson in order to open up some um some salary cap there's you know a lot of teams are doing that um but uh, the highest spending team in free agency the last seven years has added three to seven wins on their on their season each with an average of 5.14 uh, more wins so five more wins so spending in free agency uh, at least recently, has uh, has been a big deal that can kind of turn around the where your franchise is at. Um, there are other teams like the Rams that that, that have done that and, yeah. and are now on well, the other end of that where they have to uh, shave uh, some salary cap and, and and aren't necessarily positioning themselves for the greatest year this upcoming year, but have to focus more on long term. Well, they paid for what they got. They you know yeah. they paid for the championship. They got it. Is it's time to rebuild now? You got a, a older Matthew Stafford. You got a Aaron Donald that you don't know who's when he's going to retire. So now you got to see who you got to base your team around 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 for that. And um, that's the that's the name of the sport. You know, Dallas Cowboys did it for years. You can look at their record and success and and how they're going through it now. But hey, that's just football. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it'll be fun still uh, as as it opens up. Uh, some see some of where these guys land. There's going to be a lot more still big names moving, uh, and we'll kind of see the end to the Aaron Rodgers saga hopefully here soon. Uh, but uh, we've got plenty of more coming here on the captain. Yeah, we'll, I'll let you throw it to break. All right, we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson. Is 133 million dollars guaranteed? Is it enough? He said 200 million is guaranteed. It's good enough for him. <laughs> so on the captain, on the black shirt. We're sponsored by Bauer. Infrastructure. Bauer. Underground. Oh, man. Brant. <laughs> Excavating. All right. We're about by Bauer. This is the ticket 93.7. I'm the black shirt Terrell Farley, and I'm with 
Buck. And maybe we'll get the captain to call in after this. <laughs> 